If you would, let's all stand. We'll go to prayer. Got lots to pray about, lots to be thankful for. We want to say to Casey Lewis, we're glad you're in church with us. Glad everyone is here. So we want to pray for this service this morning, but let's pray for the ones that are sick, cannot be here, but we serve a miracle work in God. We want to pray for Kim McAfee, Frank Aragon, Dorothy Robbins, Karen Oldham, Shelley Cooper, Anthony Jackson, and Sheila Jackson, and pray for this service today. And if you have a need or petition, God is the answer. So as we pray, church, let's love God and invite Him in our midst this morning. God, we love you. God, we praise you. God, we thank you, Lord, for your many blessings. Ask you to have your way in this service today. Lord, every need and every petition is here. You more than able. Thank you, God, because you're the kind of God that you are, Lord. You're a miracle working God. You're mindful of your people. Bless Brother Luther this morning as he brings the word. Help us, God, to put you first. Thanking you, God. Loving you, God. Praising you, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. God, we owe you our praise and thanksgiving this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We praise you, Lord. Thank you, Heavenly Father, I appreciate you. Oh, Heavenly Father, I appreciate you. I love you, adore you. I bow down before you, Heavenly Father. Father, I bow. 
glorify you. Heavenly Father, I magnify you. My Savior, you saved me a new life you gave me. Heavenly Father, I magnify you. Heavenly Father, I appreciate you. Heavenly Father, I appreciate you. Oh, yes, I love you, adore you. I bow down before you. Heavenly Father, you're a comfort to me. Oh, yes, you lead me, you guide me from evil, you hide me. Heavenly Father, you're a comfort to me. Oh, Heavenly Father. Trusting to the unseen 
this morning. Aaron, praise the Lord this morning. Isn't God good? Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah. If the brothers would bring the offering pan, we'll receive the offering. Glory.
Brother Luper preach this morning. Brother Luper. Praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. How many feel like praising the Lord today? How many feel like you've got a right to praise the Lord today? Amen. I want us to sing that song one more time. Let's sing it from our hearts today. Let's put a little praise along with it. Somebody shout unto God with the voice of triumph today. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God, praise God. How many is glad to be in the house of the Lord this morning? How many is thankful that you know who Jesus is? How many is thankful that you're on your way to heaven today? How many is enjoying the trip? Praise God. Praise God. Lord bless you. You may be seated for a few moments. It's good to see everyone that's in the house of the Lord. To our guests that are here, we want you to know that we're so glad that you've come to be in the house of the Lord with us. Why don't all the home folks give our guests a good hand clap today. Glad that you're in the house of God today. Amen. Good to see everyone that is here. We want to pray for those who are sick and unable to be in the house of God today, ask the Lord to work for them, heal their bodies, give them a miracle from heaven. And uh, let's pray for Sister Tot today. And uh, Brother Kenneth, ask the Lord to touch them, give them a miracle from heaven. And let's pray for the Bergerons, ask the Lord to touch them. And not feeling well this morning, let's pray for the Wallace family. And uh, some of you may know them, most of you do not. But uh, Mickey Wallace, uh, Sister Mickey Michelle's dad, his brother passed away and unexpectedly. And uh, let's pray for that family today. I ask the Lord to touch them and uh, give them help and strength in the time of need. Amen. We want to uh, make some announcements today. And uh, there will be no Wednesday night midweek service here. This week, I want everyone to go have a great time with your family and uh, celebrate uh, Thanksgiving and give praise and thanks to God for His goodness and His mercy this year. And um, I want to remind you there is some sign-up sheets on the welcoming desk for you that would be interested in helping with the children over in the gym. 
they've got plenty of bus drivers and outreach teams, and they just need some people to help on Sunday mornings. So if you're willing to volunteer for that, there's a sign-up sheet on the welcoming desk for that. And I want to remind you next Sunday, next Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Monday night, uh, a week from today, not this Monday, but a week from today, Brother Marks will be here with us. And uh, looking forward to a move of the Holy Ghost, be inviting people to the house of God, come back after eating all the turkey and dressing and dumplings and, and all of the pies and cakes that we'll be eating, be ready to have church Sunday and uh, Monday night. Looking forward to what God is going to do for us. And uh, <clears throat> we are doing a little remodeling. We finally got that started up in the youth room. And uh, we'll be remodeling that room, and then we'll be doing some remodeling to the uh, Sunday school room. So bear with us in the mess that will be created. For something to get better, sometimes you have to create a mess. And so, unfortunately, that's the way that it is. And so we'll be working on that for uh, not this coming week, but after that. And uh, looking forward to that being completed. And I want to say thank you for all of those. Some of those are not here today that helped with the turkeys and uh, helped us cook them and prepare them. Thank you very much. And uh, we want to thank uh, Billy Dan PV for his donation uh, that he gives every year to that fundraiser. We do appreciate that. Did not take that lightly, but thank him for that very, very much. And all of you that helped sell and uh, helped deliver, and um, we are thankful for that. And we only cooked 600 this year. And, uh, boy, it sure was nice. And uh, people that, that don't sit over there and cook them and put them on and take them off and wrap them up and all of that may not realize that. But that cut, uh, that 400 turkeys cut quite a few days off of the cooking. And uh, so we thank everyone that helped with that. And, uh, boy, that sounds like a good number for every year. But <clears throat> anyway... We thank everyone. That was a great success and appreciate everyone working together. And I want to say thank you to everyone that's been helping serve and clean up and prepare food on Sunday nights. I don't know about you, but I've been enjoying that every Sunday night. It makes it very convenient and good fellowship. And we don't have to worry about the restaurant running us off and not wanting us there and uh, wish that we would crawl under a rock and die somewhere. But uh, And then uh, it's a lot cheaper than any place I've ever ate in my life. I, I tell you, it's, uh, I know you just give a little donation, and man, it goes a long way. And uh, it's a whole lot cheaper on me because I, I usually have quite a crew that I carry to eat every, every time I go to eat. And uh, so <clears throat> I appreciate everyone that works on that. And everyone working together, it makes it where it's a whole lot easier. And uh, I do appreciate that. And if you're not on a team, you are to get on a team and uh, work for the kingdom of God. And you say, what does that have to do with the kingdom of God? It has a lot to do with the kingdom of God. They continue daily in the temple, breaking of bread and fellowship. That's all part of it. Amen. That's all very important to our walk with God. 
And it's hard, it's hard, if, if you would ever grab a hold of that concept, you'd find that living for God is so much easier. Because before the devil can destroy you, he's got to break you away from the group. And he's got to herd you away from everybody and get you out by yourself. I've watched it my whole life. I've watched it my whole life. People don't fall out of church from the middle. Praise God. People don't fall out of church from the middle. They fall out of church from getting on the edge. And when you get out there on an island by yourself, you are, you are dead meat for the adversary. No man is an island. Amen. No man is an island. You need, you need people. You need people of God. And, uh, I've seen it, I've seen it work so many times that people that get involved in the kingdom of God get involved in the church. And uh, we do appreciate, we appreciate Brother Jackson being here with us Wednesday night. Had such a great time in the Lord, a great message from God. <clears throat> and I would encourage you if you are not here, you are to stop by the CD room and pick up that CD of that sermon. That message from the Lord, you need to hear that, and that does us all good. So thank him for being here with us. We appreciate Brother Blakely, Sister Blakely being here with us last uh, weekend. Had a great time in the Lord, and uh, now you're back to the old same-o, same-o. And, um, but it looks like a lot of people got the message they didn't show up this morning. But anyway, a lot of people's already started their vacation early, and uh, everybody, everybody needs a vacation this year. Everybody needs a vacation this year. If you have your Bibles, turn to Romans chapter number 5. Romans chapter number 5. I will promise you this morning I'm not going to keep you very long, and um, I want to give to you what I feel like the Lord has laid on my heart. And this is a time of thanksgiving, a time that we ought to set aside to give God praise and glory for all that he has done and to bless his holy name. Man, you are quiet this morning. I went to the office to to get ready for church. I come back in. I thought I was in a morgue. Still kind of feel like I'm in a morgue. I'm just pinching myself to make sure I'm still alive this morning. Everybody pinch yourself. Did you feel it? Everybody feel it? Okay. Good deal. Praise God. Romans chapter number 5, verse number 1. And uh, I'm just going to preach from Romans chapter 5 this morning. But I'm going to start at verse number 1. So that could take a while. Now, just the first few, few scriptures there. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, being justified by faith, we have peace. Everybody say peace. peace. By whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand. And rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And not only so... But we glory in tribulation. Everybody say tribulations. Also knowing 
that tribulations, everybody say tribulation, worketh patience. Everybody say patience. Everybody say, I need more patience. God, give us more patience. But the only thing that happens there is when God's giving us patience, we go through tribulation. How many has ever felt like they went through tribulation? How many ever feels like you're in tribulation? Amen. Everybody that thought the church was going to leave before tribulation missed it. (laughs) And patience experience. Everybody say experience. And experience hope. Experience hope. With tribulation, we get patience. With patience, we get experience. With experience, we get hope. Let's put our Bibles down. Let's lift our hands toward heaven and ask God for His help. God, we love you today. We thank you, Savior, for this opportunity that You've given us to come to Your house to worship, to praise, to glorify, and to magnify Your name. I pray, God, that You would help us today. Open our minds, open our hearts, open our spirits, God, to the understanding and knowledge of Your Word, where we would be what You would have us to be, do what You would have us to do, and complete Your work that You are working through us. And everybody said, in Jesus' name, clap your hands. Everybody, clap your hands and lift your voice and shout unto God today. Give God praise and glory in the house of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Lord bless you. You may be seated for the next couple of hours. I'm gonna, I'm gonna preach a little bit different this morning. Of course, for every occasion, especially Thanksgiving and different holidays that we celebrate, I try to have something from God that goes along with with uh, what we are celebrating. And I, I really do not feel that there's a more important time than this time that we are coming up, that the day has been, cele- that has been set aside to celebrate a day of thanksgiving. And for you that get to celebrate a week of Thanksgiving or a week and a half of Thanksgiving, Lord bless all of us. But, but I, I think that this is one of the more important holidays or, or whatever you would call it that has been set aside for a celebration. It kind of frustrates me that, that unfortunately it is a time that seems to be forgotten by most because they go right out of of Halloween, which that's not a time that we celebrate. That's not a time that we celebrate. Everything about Halloween is demonic. You don't dress your kids up as ghosts and goblins or movie stars or... Well, praise God. That's not my subject, but that's a good subject. And remember that. Remember that when, what is it, October the 31st? Is that when it is? Comes around. We don't do that. Don't do that. And uh, don't participate in that. And uh, if you did participate in that, I don't know it, but I'm just telling you God will forgive you, but you need to ask forgiveness of God. We'll move on from that. But they go right, right from Halloween into Christmas. 
and they seem to skip over one of the more important celebrations that I guess it's for our country that that I think was ever created or ever set aside. And it was a time that people would come together and celebrate and thank God for the things that God had blessed them. And what I like about it, it's not about us. And uh, it's not it's not about what we get from one another or what we give from one another. But it is about what we give to God. And that is our praise and adoration for what God has done for us in the past year. And uh, so the pilgrims and all would come together and and last night they had a celebration, uh, Thanksgiving celebration for the young people out at Brother Allen and Sister Angela's house. And we're thankful for that. No, we didn't all go in the house. We stayed outside. But they told me, said they're having it at Brother Allen and Sister Angela's house. I said, well, where are we going to go? <laughs> and uh, so, but we, we had such a great time uh, sitting around listening to... Um, after we ate and listening to the young people and uh, things that they had to be thankful for. And um, so so this time of year is the time that we give praise and glory and thanks to God. Now I've read in, in uh, Romans chapter 5, and it's dealing with our justification by the blood of Jesus Christ, which I don't think there's anything that we should be more thankful for than the blood of Jesus Christ that was shed on Calvary for us. And if there's anything that we ought to shout about or get excited about, it's about what Jesus did on Calvary for us. Amen. And so it is dealing with, and it goes back to an Old Testament a uh, sacrifice that was made. There was a goat that was slain and the blood was shed for not to forgive sins, but just to carry sins on a little bit further. And then there was a goat that the blood was put on that goat and that goat was turned loose into the wilderness and it was called the scapegoat. And uh, you ever heard the term scapegoat? Well, it was a scapegoat. It carried their sins out into the wilderness. I wonder, I've often wondered if they ever had any that turned around and come back. Boy, I tell you, you want to shoo that thing away. And their sins just all come back to them. But it was turned loose in the wilderness. And this is what the Bible is talking about, that we have received the grace of God through the blood that was shed on Calvary. It says, therefore... Being justified by faith, and that faith that we have in the blood of Jesus Christ. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. That that sin, see, sin and God, God does not mix. God doesn't like sin. God hates sin. And uh, so, but by the atonement that was and the blood that was shed on Calvary's hill that we have made peace with God through that blood of Jesus Christ. And we need to, we need to understand that and never forget that or never, 
uh, never allowed the devil to diminish that. Because without that blood that is shed on Calvary, we are all sinners and, and on our way to a devil's hell. But by whom also we have access by faith into this grace. We have access, the Apostle Paul said, and he is talking to the church at Rome, that you as Gentiles have access to this grace by the faith that you have in the blood of Jesus Christ, wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And not only so, but glory in tribulations. We glory and tribulations. Now, the church was being persecuted from time to time, dear, in the writing of the Apostle Paul. And this letter that the Apostle was writing, I think there was a great chance that he was incarcerated at this time for preaching in the name of Jesus Christ. He said, so we glory in tribulation also knowing that tribulation worketh patience, and patience experience, and experience hope. And so, as we think about this year, uh, the starting off of the year, man, it started off just like any other year, and uh, it looked like everything was going to go according to plan and normal. We had, we was having such a great revival and outpouring of the Holy Ghost, people being filled with the Holy Ghost baptized in Jesus' name, which I'm thankful that COVID was unable to stop that. It might have put a damper on it for a moment, but it cannot stop what God is doing. Amen. And so so we went into our youth rally, and I guess it's one of the most power-packed youth rallies that, that we have had. The Holy Ghost fell in such a great way. And uh, then I remember I was on spring break when everything started uh, coming to a close. And uh, life took a turn, an unexpected turn. A, if I would say in our way of thinking, it was definitely a turn for the worse. And it was not what we was expecting at all or what we were uh, wanting at all. And so it changes when we... When we take all of these things into perspective, it changes the concept of what kind of year that we have had. I I was reading the paper this morning, and I want to share with you an article. I did not get off the paper, but it's an article that was written. written but when I was looking at the uh, the paper, they have what they call the parade magazine inside the paper, and um, the 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 uh, the the story was about. Uh, um, Michael, I think it's Michael J. Fox, which was a, a, a movie star that I think the disease that he has been afflicted with is, is it Parkinson's? I think it is. And so he's had a, a devastating life to say the least of a very complicated life dealing with this terrible disease that there is no cure for. And he's raised a lot of money and a lot of awareness about this disease. But the headline of it says, I'm lucky. And uh, I, I looked at that. I did not read the story. did not have time to read the story. But I, I looked at that. And I, I don't know. 
I think he's into the, all of this science, religion, or whatever it is. I'm not really sure if he's into that, but a lot of the movie stars are. And uh, he does not know God like we know him. So he 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 describes it as him still being here and still being able to enjoy life as being lucky. I would describe it like this when I think about my life. And I think about all the things that has happened this year and what we are facing in the future. I do not describe it as lucky, but I describe it as being blessed. Amen. And we have so much to be thankful for. So I was reading another article and I would like to share it with you this morning. And it says, ready or not, we are beginning Thanksgiving week. A time of, a time of traditionally set aside to express our gratitude to God by gathering for feast and fellowship with family and friends. But feast and fellowship are being discouraged this year to guard against the spread of the coronavirus pandemic. A modern day plague of biblical proportions. And no, this is not a religious article. It come off of Fox News. Some of you might have read it. In the United States, over 255,000 people have died from coronavirus as I, at the time of writing. And more than 12 million Americans have been stricken by this coronavirus that causes the disease. Around the world, over 58 million people have been infected and more than 1.37 million people have died. Many small businesses, especially restaurants, have already gone out of business, are on the verge of collapse. Millions of people, millions of people are unemployed and desperately short of cash. Many schools are shuttered, providing only online learning. Sports events have been canceled. Senior citizens are staying at home almost all the time. And family vacations remain, remain a distant fantasy. Looking forward to the holiday trips from home to go see grandma and grandpa. Forget about it. Our own centers of disease control prevention, the CDC, along with many governors and government officials, discourage travel, extended get-togethers. So what's there to be thankful for now? Woe is seemingly everywhere these days. Only a fool or a delusional optimist would give thanks right now. Wrong. Rarely has an attitude of gratitude been more critical or appropriate than right now. It's becoming uh, fashionable to limit the year of 2020, suggesting that our current circumstances could get much worse. I've certainly been guilty of such narrow-minded thinking from time to time, but I am actually thankful we're living in 2020 and not a hundred years ago. In 1918 and 1919, the Spanish flu infected about 500 million people worldwide, about a third of the world's population at that time. 
killing at least 50 million people globally and about 675,000 in the U.S. The CDC reports far exceeding the, the reported far exceeding horrific tolls of our current pandemic. We certainly need to be thankful that with coronavirus vaccine likely to be approved by the federal authorities by the end of the year for distribution in the U.S. and around the world, there is virtually no chance that our current pandemic will claim as many lives as 1918 and 1919 flu. I was fortunate to grow up in a home with parents who regularly emphasized the positive of giving thanks to God for food on our table and clothes on our back. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Jim and Joanne were very grateful people because they were products of the Great Depression, the rationings of World War II, the polio epidemic of 1950, and in 1968, the flu pandemic, which debilitated my father. My parents went to bed hungry some nights, patched ragged clothes together, and saw some of their friends paralyzed or others depart for wars never to come back. My mom even watched a sister die young. As a result, to quote Winston Churchill, they were not made of sugar candy. We grew up being reminded that many people were far worse off than we were. And God sometimes gives us more than we can handle because otherwise we would rely on ourselves more than Him. In some ways, though, looking at our current difficulties, I'm reminded of the Old Testament figure Job. Despite living an honest and upright life, he suddenly lost his family along with his health and his wealth. His response to all of the destruction that happened, Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked I will depart. Job called out to God. Job called out to God. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Might we struggle to give thanks through the times come we hold too tightly to things that were gifts in the first place. My wife and I have three children in heaven and there three here on earth. Not a day goes by that I don't think of those we lost looking forward to meeting them on the other side. While we grieve their loss, we remain grateful for the journey the Lord has brought us on. Because had we not walked that difficult road, we almost surely have never would have never adopted the three sons we have today. The Lord gives and the Lord takes away. The secret to a grateful heart is to see everything as a gift. This is a message to this generation. You listen at me, young people. The secret to a grateful heart is to see everything as a gift and nothing as an entitlement. 
You're not entitled to a new car when you turn 16. Where is Tony at? You're not entitled a new car when you turn 18. It's a gift. And always remember that and always be very grateful for it. You're not entitled free college. Somebody's got to pay for it. Socialism has never worked, never will work, and... And when somebody, when somebody gifts you with something, always be grateful and thankful for the gift that someone has given to you. So the secret to a grateful heart, and always remember this too, on this subject, health is a gift. And you ought to always treat it as a gift. And be thankful to God that He has blessed you with health. Let me get back to my article. God is using this pandemic in your life and my life in ways we cannot see for purposes not yet known. I love to end, I love the end of the book of Job because it contains guidance for how to handle life's most difficult trials. It says, after Job prayed for his friends, the Lord made him prosperous again and gave him twice as much as he had before. So give thanks in the midst of your challenges, but also think of yourself and your troubles left less often. And take time to pray for those who are around you. So give thanks in the midst of your challenges. But also think of yourself and your troubles less often. And pray for those who are around you. What a message I'm sure this guy's not an apostolic preacher, but he could have been. But we focus so much on us, and the society that we live in is focusing on us and right now. And the younger generation, listen to me, and I, I don't consider myself old, but I am very nigh unto 50 years old. And but but people look around at people that have been blessed and say, "Oh, I've got to have that now." The banks will furnish you with credit cards. They will furnish you with bank loans where you can afford today what you need to wait for tomorrow to get. And time and work, work, work. Everybody say work, work. not entitlements will bring you to the point where you can afford and be blessed to have the things that you desire now. But some things take time and don't demand them before their time. Amen. So we, as looking at this year, I look at the loss that some of you have suffered. Brother Richard 
Stephen has suffered loss. This family connected with this family has suffered loss. I look at Brother Dixon has suffered the loss of Sister Dixon. I look at, at um, Brother Chris back here lost his, his dad this year. Some of you might have lost loved ones, and if I'm looking over people, I don't mean to. I look at ministers that have suffered loss and those that have been lost this year. A lot of people have been lost due to this this virus. A lot of people have lost jobs. A lot of people have lost wealth. A lot of people have lost a lot of things. But in all of that, when we look at what God has done and the mercy and the grace of God, there has been people that have lived before us that have suffered so much more than we have suffered. And can you imagine, can you imagine living, we stress when we go to the grocery store and they're out of toilet paper. I don't know what's going through people's mind. But in the midst of crisis, toilet paper is not priority on my list. I hate to tell you all that, but there's other things that are a little more important. But we stress when they don't have enough toilet paper or paper towels on the shelf. But can you imagine not even having a store to go to? There are people that we have been supporting in foreign countries that are actually starving to death because there's not enough beans and rice and we're worried about what kind of steak or how we want our steak cooked tonight. So yes, it has been a difficult year. Yes, it has brought us some things that has been very unfortunate. Man, the youth rallies have been canceled. The meetings have been canceled. It's like some of you girls and some of you guys, how in the world are y'all going to get married? What a crisis. You can't go see people. You can't be with everybody like normal, but... But I know it's been a difficult time. There was a time where, unfortunately, we had to have church outside. I hope it doesn't happen again, but we'll do whatever we need to do and whatever we have to do because, you know, we just have to deal with crisis as crisis comes. But in the midst of crisis and in the midst of trouble and in the midst of tribulation, I wish that we would allow God to work on our mind and our spirit, and to help us understand that through the tribulation, God is working patience. And and through the patience, God is giving peace. And, And through the peace, God is giving hope. And if there's ever a time where we need to draw closer to God, church, and we need to be more dedicated to God, and dedicated to the work of God, and more committed to God, we are living in that time. Amen. That time, that day, that hour, that moment. Amen. It's not a time to give up. It's not a time to... to to stay away from the house of God. It's not a time to fall away from God. It's not a time to to quit loving one another and loving our fellow man, but 
it's a time that we should draw closer to God and be more of what God wants us to be and what God wants us to do and work harder than we've ever worked before for the kingdom of God's sake. Amen. And when I think, when I think about this year and, and, uh, I sum this year up, I wish, I wish I could say at January 1, everything was going to turn around and everything was going to be different. I cannot say that. But I do know this, that when I look back over my life and all the things that God has done for me, I have got so much to be thankful for. And I've got so much when I sit around the table Thursday and I, 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 I look at all the things that God has blessed me for, with and, and God has given to me and, and God has blessed our church with. I can't, I can't drag my, my lip in the dirt and I, I can't hold my head down. Amen. But I lift my hand and I lift my head in praise and glory and thankfulness to God that God, you've been good. God, you've been faithful. God, you've been merciful. God, you've given me grace abundantly. Amen. Amen. When you sit there, and I, I know, I know, and this is, this is what disturbs me about this so much. Amen. They are trying, it is trying to uh, affect our lives. And I, I know coronavirus is real. I know that I know that that people has got it that has passed away. I did not deny that, Amen. But I want to tell you today, it's a lot to do with isolation, keeping us away from one another. Don't and I encourage you: be careful on shaking hands, be careful on hugging necks. It's not a smart thing to do, Amen. But but don't allow this to divide your family. For crying out loud, we go to the grocery store, we go to Walmart, we go to the gas pump. Amen. This is a time that we need our family together to say, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for my family. Thank you, Lord, for my children. Thank you, Lord, for my grandkids. Thank you, Lord, for your blessings. Amen. Amen. There. Now I might I might cross some of your public opinion right now, but they're crying. Okay, stay away from one another and stay home and don't celebrate and and uh, don't don't be with your family or your family gatherings for for Thanksgiving and then you can have Christmas. Can you tell me what difference thirty days is going to make? It's not going to make a difference in the world, and they're going to cry the same thing then. They're going to say the same thing then. So I encourage each and every one of you, amen, to get your family closer than you've ever had them before. Amen. And be more thankful than you've ever been before for what God has brought us through because we have found out in the midst of a pandemic, God's still God. Amen. In the midst of trouble, God's still on the throne. And God's still going to conquer. And God is still going to bless. And God is still going to work in our lives. 
Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. He's good. He's worthy. He's worthy of our very best praise. He's worthy of our very best praise. He's worthy of our very best praise. Oh, I've got so much to thank God for. I've got so much to be thankful for. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When I look at all the things God has done, God has been good. God has been great. God has been wonderful. God has been merciful. Amen. He could have left me alone, but He did not leave me alone. He could have walked off and forsook me, but He did not forsake me. He could have left me in a world of sin, but He did not leave me in a world of sin. Amen. Look at Sister Marie over here. God filled her with the Holy Ghost. We, we kind of hard on Brother Jason. Brother Jackson told me, he called me the next day. He said, man, said, I've never seen Jason respond to a service like that. I said, son, she's got him walking a tightrope. <laughs> Amen. Look, God spared Brother Gage's life this year. Amen. Brother Kurt sitting in his old spot again. Amen. Oh yeah, we can complain. Oh yeah, we can hang our head down. Oh yeah, we can feel bad and discouraged and gloom and doom and despair. But I want to tell you when I look at the blessings of God, my blessings outweigh, outweigh the pandemic. My blessings outweigh the sickness. My blessings outweigh the loss. My blessings outweigh the pain. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Why don't you just step out from where you're standing, lift your hands toward heaven and give God praise. Let this week be a week of thanksgiving and praise and glory and magnifying God. Amen. Bring God into your home. Bring God at your family table. Bring God into your family gatherings. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, for all God has done, I give you thanks, Lord. I give you thanks, Lord. I am so blessed, God. I am so blessed. I am so blessed. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Oh, yes, Lord, I am so blessed.
give you thanks. So when you gather around the dinner table Thursday, bring your family a little bit closer. Bring that imperfect wife and that imperfect husband a little bit closer. And give God thanks. Bring those imperfect children closer to those imperfect fathers and mothers. And give God thanks. Because really, really if we don't have one another and we don't have family. Amen. And you take somebody that don't have a family and let them know that they found a family in First Pentecostal Church of Silsby. Amen. 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 Be thankful. Be thankful. Celebrate a week, a day of thanksgiving unto God. Amen. Lord bless you. Remember church tonight. Let's come praying. Expecting and believing the Lord for a great move of the Holy Ghost. Choir practice at 515 tonight. Y'all can go ahead and be dismissed.